in a world far, far away, we come back to the Crunchy Beats podcast. <laughs> you like that? See, I, <laughs> I know, I know. I knew that was- it was like you started off. It was I. Were you, you were doing like a in a world, know. you know, like a old, but it like morphed into like in a galaxy far, far yep. away. You started to do like a Star Wars thing. I had to keep it somewhere original. I had to keep it somewhere waiting. original. I had to keep you on your toes there. So. Uh, Every time I hear in that, in world, <laughs> I think of all of the uh, remember all of the um, the the movie promos before the start of Tropic oh, yeah. Thunder, where they were like setting character backgrounds yep. and stuff. And like every Tug Speedman movie was like in a in world, world where there's only ice and only fire. There is only one to save. Well, us. there's Tug Speedman. Well, in a, in a world where there are two frat boys that have come together to talk <laughs> about music. This is the Crunchy yeah. Beat 2023. Well, welcome back, DJ. How we doing? Good. Doing good, man. What's what's going down in David Town? Going down in David Town. Um, well, my monitor, second monitor broke, so I'm pretty pissed about that. Um that oh, it sucks. sucks. So, so I'm now, not happy about that. So now you're down to two yeah, monitors. Yeah, so I'm uh I'm <laughs> I'm only down to my laptop and my monitor. So uh, I my yeah, producer only... life has gone downhill a little bit, so I'm pretty disappointed yeah. about that. I'm no longer uh, official which uh, makes me feel yeah. really, really down low. Um, but other than that, it's been only, good. I've been, uh, you're all, what was it? Only able to hack two thirds of the yeah, exactly, frame. Exactly. I'm only allowed to, uh, my second keyboard can only function with, you know, just the two. So it sucks. Um, but other than that, I've been good. I've been good. I've been uh, just, uh, I've been, I have potential another tour lined up, so I'm excited about that. I can't talk about it officially yet until it comes through, but I'm really excited. I'm hoping that it all works out. Um, obviously, touring's about to kick off again for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. And um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week. Uh, I actually have uh, my cousins coming into town this weekend, which will be a lot of fun um, because they were like they were like talking about the podcast. They're big fans, and they're like wait, can we like get it on an episode? And I was like, you want to talk about music for like a half hour? And they were like, shit. I mean, like what kind of music would we talk about? And I was like, we're going to talk about a lot of music. We talk- <laughs> They were like, I don't know. If we- like I was like, I don't know if we'd be good at that. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably about right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, speaking of touring and like live performances, uh, subtract just saw announced that. that he's going to be doing some live touring this year for the first time in seven years. That's pretty insane, dude. Just cause like, right. I feel like, I feel like personally, and I think we talked about this on the show before, like there's no way you shouldn't tour. Right. Like I, I don't I, like, I get financially why, but like how much fun is it to not like to do it? If I'm behind some people, some people are not like us though. Some people that is a fucking nightmare. You know, they're, yeah. they're introverted homebodies. Yeah. And like I don't know, I don't know too much about Subtract, yeah. but I do know. First of all, he's his, he's a production genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the dude, the things that he puts out are just engineered so well. Oh yeah, and the scores are so complicated. Like he's truly like a, a, a sound and music engineer. Oh, for sure. Um, and he also and he also wears a mask. Yeah. And so like those two things sort of point to me personally. Those two things sort of point to somebody who's maybe a little more introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. For me, hearing that he hasn't toured in seven years, the the first conclusion that I come to is how the hell has he been supporting himself? I you know, because well, I guess touring doesn't really. It, it, I guess it yeah, depends. I mean, it's a I guess it's like merch, merch sales, sales and, and, and album sales. vinyl sales. Yeah. 
ticket sales. The, yeah, I guess that most people these days, like the tour is like at best breaking even unless you're like bad. Bunny yeah. And I don't know. Like and yeah. And I don't know what his uh, I don't know what like where his catalog is. You know what I mean? Because I actually just saw actually right before he came on that Justin Bieber just sold his catalog for two hundred million dollars. So like to who? Uh, some some uh, investment group or something like that. Um, and I was like, I was like, man, dude, two hundred mil, dude, just for just for the music that he you like his old stuff. I was like, damn, yeah. dude, good for you, dude. I mean, yeah. Um, but you know, this is a cool episode for us uh, because uh, we're not going to record next week, but that Sunday, February fifth, is the Grammys. It is arguably. Yep the most prestigious music awards uh, and definitely the most popular out there. Um, and so we're going to talk about it and I got some trivia lined up uh, for it. Um, we're going to talk about Ooh, nice. the big four or five, whatever the big, you know, the big, I think it's, I think four. it's big four. Yeah. Big four nominations, yeah. song of the year, album of the year, uh, brand new artist album of the year. I think I'm, I think I got that right. Um, it's uh, it's record of the year, song of the year, album of the year, best new artist, and album yes, of the best year. Best new artist. Yep. All right, rock and roll. Um, and yes, that. And then we're gonna do like how we always start us right now with our hurdle. But before we do that, DJ, I have a question for you. Can you name a yes. band for me? Name a band. Uh, Chumba Wumba. Thank you. All right, let's go to <laughs> hurdle. <laughs> That's how that's I'm I'm quick on it like there that. Quick are, on the ball. You are. Let's do hurdle. <laughs> Let's do our hurdle right here. All right, test little test little thing. Hear that? Oh. Yeah, and I know, uh, it. I know it too, but Yeah, well, that one's the that one's that one's the easiest one so far. It's fix you by yeah, Coldplay. Uh, that one was the best one. Damn, I kind of wanted yeah. to talk it through a little bit. Maybe we'd have to work it out a little uh, bit, but that was uh, that was really easy <laughs> it's it's goosebumps too, oh man. Dude, that this is song. this is one of the best songs yeah. ever recorded i got goose i got goosebumps just saying it's it. it's literally one of because <laughs> you know, i will say uh we've talked about this before during this but it's crazy how songs that don't have a drop per se like edm this yeah. song has one of the greatest drops of all time. The biggest buildups and the biggest drops I've ever heard in my life. And it's, it's, I would call it, I would call it more of like a, just a, a pure and true crescendo. Yeah. I guess you're, I guess. Than, but the, the, when than those like hits a, come like in at the end, type, dude, oh, oh my, but oh my God, dude, that shit gives me fucking goosebumps. Coldplay, Coldplay definitely fits the bill as like a true global band. Like uh, that is a, a band of the world. Like I think it's one of those bands that there's plenty of like groups and bands that like tour the world. Yeah. Like world tours are not an uncommon thing. Yes, right? but, but I think there are only, a, I think, and for pop, like, well, if you're touring the globe, you're pop. True. It's like that's true. just it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter whether it's hip hop or rock or R and B mm -hmm. or K pop or whatever. Like you're a pop band if you're touring the globe, especially if you're touring multiple continents, like mm -hmm. your pop music. Uh -huh. Um but I think there are only a handful of bands touring right now that you could consider like truly global bands, like bands that like you don't it's not artists either. As, yeah, I mean, like, because Ed Sheeran yeah. can do it. You know what you, I mean? But like, sure. I, I would say you don't see them as American. You don't see them as English. You don't see them as Korean. You don't see them as Australian. You see them just as their musical entity. And I think Coldplay fits into that bill. 
Mm-hmm. I think Radiohead fits in that mm-hmm. bill. I think U2 fits U2, in that bill. Yep. Foo Fighters fit that bill. Yep. Um, Actually, I was just. I think uh, Tame Impala Tame to a degree could one. fit that bill as well. Speaking of the Foo Fighters, I just saw oh. that they were gonna, they're doing a couple shows, and I'm wondering how they're going to do that. I wonder who's going to be the drummer. What without Taylor? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, it's you know they're going to move on. Why not? I just don't know who. Why not put his son in there? I don't know. If that's. I just don't know. I don't know. He, I mean, he did a great he did job, a job at the at the tribute. He did a good job, but also, I mean, did. Doing a tribute show and and doing a you know thirty shows that's a, that's a little bit. How old is he? He's like sixteen, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's a young. Kid. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that maybe maybe in a few years. How long? You, how how many more years do you think girls got? Oh, they got a while. Like they got a while. like like hey, like touring as you know, not like a <laughs> ten solid years of touring. Okay. I would say. Yo, I think I think he's got the I think he's got the the Paul McCartney the that gene in it and like the Rolling yeah. Stones gene. The, yeah. And it's like, because those guys, and I would even put Elton John up there too. Elton John and those guys, they just have this thing that just keeps them going. Like they have this this little yeah. bit of youth that just keeps them going to wake up and do a two hour show. Yeah. I don't know what it is because honestly, it's hard for me to wake up and just move around every day. Um, so, and I'm 27. Um, but that being said, I, I think it's funny that like, it's like these guys are like, in yeah. their 70s and 80s and they're still like tony bennett tony bennett dude. like yeah. holy shit um anyway yo speaking of speaking of people who uh bands who broke up did you see who broke up today panic at the disco saw that yeah i saw that Panic at the disco after 19 uh, years but like but like is it like isn't it only been like the lead singer yeah it's only been brendan for, for like for like ten years, right? Yeah, it's been a very long time. So, um, I guess it's sort of like the final nail in the coffin, huh? Yeah, and I respect it because it's like, hey, you're about to have a kid. Oh, is that is that sort of that have to deal with? Yeah, it? I, he, he had a big. Yeah, he had a big. Uh, it was in the in the thing. It was or in the uh, the farewell letter or whatever that he released. Yeah. Um, it, it mentioned how uh, one of the big decisions was about how he's about to have a kid. Um, he wants to be more of a father, and hey, I got it. Torrance Hart. And torn away from your family with a new kid, it's even harder. Yeah. So, uh, how um how how much do you think that catalog's worth? I would say about fifty mil. That's what I was thinking too. I, if, if 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 no if more. Bieber just sold if Bieber just sold for two hundred mil, and that's Bieber. Yeah. I would right. say because those first those first couple albums of Panic at the Disco are like yeah. iconic records. And oh yeah. So, I mean, obviously they've kind of fallen off a little bit, but. I, they were still selling tours. So, um, yeah, I yeah. would say, I would say about 50. I'm going to go 50 on that. I guess, uh, I guess what's it, his name's Brendan, right? Yeah. Brendan Yuri. Brendan Yuri. Yeah. Right. I guess Brendan finally decided to close the goddamn door. No. Wow. We're going to end. This. <laughs> um, guys, what an episode. We're not even doing anything else for the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> That ruined everything. I had to do it, man. It was right there. It was right there. I had it. It was there. I just oh. I took it. I had to do it. <laughs> well, I don't know how we're going to recover from pitch. this one. That was hundred percent on pitch. Brendan Urie would have been proud of that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no auto two needed on that. Um, nah, bro. All right, so let's do some trivia here because of the Grammys. The Grammys are coming up twenty twenty three. Um, and there's some fun ones. Like, I mean, we've done, I've done a couple Grammy ones before. Um, but I have this a feeling one, we, we are not big, we're not big Grammy people. So like, 
I, there's a good chance that like this is going to be hit or miss. Either I'm going to know it or it's I'm just going to be like totally these are, lost. These are fun ones. Like, these are fun ones. So like so for example, here's one. Most nominations without winning by an artist. Most, nom- most nominations um, without winning by an artist. So this guy, uh, so the, the number one guy is a conductor, which is is an artist. I'll give you that. But I want, I want, I'll do, yeah, pop, rap, rock artist. Yeah, the number longest that is actually famous. Yes, I, I would assume that this guy is very famous too if he's got eighteen uh, nominations. But I don't know him. His name is Zubin uh, Mehta. But I do not know. Yeah, him. No, I have no fucking idea. Okay, but this artist has 17 nominations without winning. Ve- and I'll give I you mean, a hint. It's a rapper. Uh big in the late 80s, 90s. Run DMC. Nope. One guy. And they um one guy. Well, yeah. And they um so 17 nominations, right? 17 nominations hasn't won. And they to this day has never won a Grammy. Nope. Damn, that sucks. That's big suck. That's big seventeen suck. late eighties, early nineties rapper, solo rapper. Yep. Um, was he ever a part of a group at any point? Affiliated, maybe. Would be a better. Uh, is he dead? No. Kicking, okay. kicking, kicking well too. I think, and hasn't won one. See, this is where it gets tr- like t- t- tough for me. Like, I just like trying to think of who would be that notable so he was in at, the late 80s so early 90s big, uh, i guess more 90s i guess it was like right at the tail end of the 80s more 90s um I, came out in 89, I could be wrong on that it's not will smith is it it's not yeah, because he's won. He's had to have won. Yes, he has won before. Actually, yeah. I actually, it's funny you say that because I did look him up after because I was like, yeah. this guy hasn't won. Right. Let me see. I, I'm almost positive his... Is he still making music? Yes. I guess technically more on the features side. All right. I'm just going to start I'm just gonna start belting yep. people off. Go. Snoop Dogg. There you go. Did I really just get yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, give yourself some confidence. Damn it. Come on. Come on. I was about to just start railing people off. Oh, just, just boom, boom. <laughs> Come on with it. That's what I'm talking about. Hell dude. yeah. Snoop D O double G. Snoop D O double G. And then, like, it's funny because, like, a lot of these are like producers and stuff like that who've gotten nominated. Yeah. But with 16, Bjork hasn't won one. Really? Won. Yep. At 15, Joe Satriani hasn't won one, which I think is very funny because, like, iconic guitar player. Um, now, but this is where it gets interest- interesting. 14, uh, Dirks Bentley hasn't won. He's been nominated 14 times, hasn't won one. Martina Dang. McBride, also been nominated 14 times, hasn't won one, which is also pretty crazy. Um, and crazy. then... At 13, here's the most surprising one, I think, on the list. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Katy Perry. Really? 13 times has never won. 13 also, mm. Charlie Wilson. Shout out Charlie Wilson, Uncle Charlie. I saw him uh, last year, and it was fucking awesome. Nice. And then Diana Ross. Also with Never him. won a Grammy? Never won a Grammy. Never won a Grammy. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. So okay, how you about know, this? Yeah, okay. Go they should they should have they should have put her up for a Grammy this year for her uh her like best uh best 
song on a movie soundtrack. Oh, with, that's right. Uh, uh, she did uh, a song with Tame Impala. Tame Impala. I was gonna say maybe it is on the on. I didn't I didn't check the full list, but don't they do like movie soundtrack Grammys they and do. stuff? They do. Let me because that's that's how. Uh, I, I know they do it for Oscars. Because uh, like that's how that's how Three Six Mafia won their Oscar. They're Academy Award winners because of their contributions to uh, Hustle and Flow, yeah. which they were also in, by the way. Yeah the the best score. I mean, there's best scores and stuff like that, but I don't think there's there's no like best original song not to a soundtrack. I guess that would is, be the. I guess that would be the Oscar though. Like yes. the Oscar is best original song for a soundtrack or something like that. Yes, I'm looking. So, I'm looking through all of them. I don't see one. That'd they be pretty have, cool. If, they do have like best ensemble, like for a movie, like Encanto's on there and stuff like that. But uh, oh yeah, nothing, but like nothing. that's like those those are awards for like like John Williams and exactly exactly yeah all right so okay so on this topic on this topic now yeah. most nominations in one night without winning oh shit uh so most nominations in a night I, without winning. I think I know Go. I think I know who it might be Kendrick Lamar no Kendrick Lamar is tied for sixth with seven okay but you're okay I'll give you a hint Arguably one of the biggest stars. Actually, we, we just talked about him and his longevity. Oh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. 1966, he had nine nominations. Nine. And I'm sure it's because of the Beatles, because that's around the time. And in, in, in 69? 66. 66. 66, yeah, it would have been for the Beatles. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's fucking insane. And I'm sure that there, I mean, there had to have been something else with it, because if it's not just the Beatles, like there has to have been more. Which that's insane. Now here's Winning. a fun, here's a fun little group. So now in 2017, there were two people, two people that had eight nominations that didn't win. Can you name the two artists? In 2017. In, in 2017, there were two people that had eight nominations each and did not win. And did not win in 2017. What was coming out in 2017? That was a. Let's see. I can't even think. I can't even remember who like two massive artists. Huge albums. Drake. Nope, not Drake. Drake's uh, not one of them. Around, he, uh, he has uh, he has beef with Drake. Pusha T. No, no, no. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. No, no. They're they're tight, aren't they? Tight. No, no. no they have they, they have beef. I can't now, keep up. Now it's a new I can't guy. keep up with the bullshit anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, new guy that has beef with him. He's Kanye West. Him. There you go. <clears throat> All right, so that's one, and then uh, this other this other woman is making a, a very nice comeback in approximately three weeks. Taylor Swift, no, on a Sunday, Adele. a very special Sunday in the American stands. Oh, Rihanna, there you go. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So Rihanna and Kanye West the same year. Both got nominated eight times, didn't win a, an award. Jay-Z Wait. the next year in 2018, also nominated for eight awards, didn't win. Justin Wh Bieber last year, 2022, eight nominations, zero awards. Damn. This seems oh, like I a common cry. thing. Like maybe it's not that maybe it's not that shocking well, anyway. Yeah, I guess like not, it happens a lot. Well, because, so I was looking at and then I looked up what that year was, like what happened. Yeah. And like like 
Adele's Hello came out. Like the weekend and Daft Punk's Starboy, I feel like like yeah. I feel like Humming came out. Uh Ed Sheeran Shape of You came out. Like, I mean, uh Bruno Mars, that's what I like, was on there. And it's like, okay, now there's like there's some pretty heavy hitters out there, like as far as like the big ones go. So yeah. I was like, ah, maybe not. You know, maybe those big ones. <laughs> um Yeah, maybe. But that was kind of cool because like, so like so Justin Bieber, and, and then it's funny, this 2022 year is hilarious because there's it's most of this list. Justin Bieber nominated eight times, didn't win. Uh, India Ari, I'm sorry, uh, not India Ari, uh, Billie Eilish, 2022, seven nominations, didn't win. Um, and then uh, Giveon uh, had yeah. six nominations, 2022, didn't win anything. Yeah, should have. Yeah. So that's, uh, I always think that that's funny because like, when you think of the Grammys, we always think about like who's won them, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I always think that that's like a fun thing to like look on the opposite <laughs> side. But now we'll look on the most Grammys won. Okay. Okay. Because I don't think we've done this before. What female has won the most Grammys? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. No, but she doesn't even make it up on oh. the top. 15 technically i was going for a plot twist answer i love it i love it uh beyonce yes but close second do you i i would i'll i'll give you a solid dollar if you can name this bluegrass folk singer that has 27 just behind beyonce allison krauss yes ah give me my dollar bitch yeah i'll give you a dollar <laughs> Congratulations. I love Allison Krauss. Dude, she's you know, sick, man. She's very underrated. Her stuff, her stuff with Union Station and her stuff with Robert Plant. Well, I don't know if you remember when so when that record came out, right? So the Robert Plant one. That was my yeah. first time listening to the Grammys, right? And I remember listening to that record. And when I saw it that it was nominated, I was like, really? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then there's like these heavy hitters, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I forgot who's over there. And then it just swept it. It was like, it, it just like, everybody was like, this record is just so much better than everybody else's. And I was like, wow, yeah. this is, this, that was the first time that the Grammys like really gave me a shock because it, it had some big hitters on there. Right. But I, I also know this record, like this is cool, but um, <clears throat> I didn't think that it would win all that, but it did. Yeah. So, so there you go. I, speaking She's, of Beyonce, did you see what Beyonce just did in, in, uh, I think it was in, du in Dubai. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, do you see? Did you see how much she got paid for that? Did you? Uh, so, a good example of that, dude. Like, there was a buddy of mine. They they did a uh, like a festival in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. And it, like they like built highways for this thing. Like they built a highway for the yeah. prince to like get there and get back. Like his own Jesus. little thing. Pretty fucking insane shit. Um, <clears throat> but like I, I I mean the money over there is just it's just uncomprehensible. Yeah, I mean like. That crude oil, I think for the for for Arab countries, it's like eight hundred billion dollars in revenue a year I just know. from crude oil. Like it's unbelievable. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, but for the listeners at home, just in case you didn't know, Beyonce hasn't performed live since twenty twenty yep. or twenty twenty one. I think it's twenty twenty actually. It was twenty twenty. It was right she before. Has, the she hasn't. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't performed live since twenty twenty, and she got paid twenty million dollars. For an hour of her time, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, all right, so now let's do let's do we're gonna do the male artists, but so the top four, um, 
go, go George Salati, uh, or Salty, George Salty, who's a, uh, he's a conductor. He's won 31. Number two is Quincy Jones, who has 28. Ah. Chick Correa has 27. Chick Correa. Correa. Chick, Chick Correa. Correa. Very, very, yes. very, very famous. You know who he is, right? Danny. Yes. Uh, um, and then Pierre uh, Bollet, I believe is his name, is another conductor who is has 26. But this is the first artist who's tied with 25. Who is it? Big male? art. I'll give, yes, male artist. Male artist. Uh, big in the, I would say, late 70s. So let me let me get this right. I'm pretty sure 70s and 60s were his big years, um, and we have not said him yet. Mm. Uh yeah, yeah. Late 60s, I would say late 60s, 70s. He dominated, and then he had a couple stuff in the 80s. Hmm. Is it? Is it like? Was it a solo artist, or was it, is artist. it the individual? Is it the individual? Solo artist, solo artist has like straight up solo, straight up solo artist. Arguably has one of the most iconic albums of all time, of all time. Yes, and he's a solo dolo artist. Yep, album came out in seventy six. That made music from the late sixties all the way through the seventies and into the eighties. Yep, he even he even did it through the sixties too. So, who the fuck? Frank Sinatra. Nope. Nope. Uh, I'll give you yeah, that. Frankie, give you, Frankie didn't live into the eighties. Did he? Yeah. Did he? I'll give you, I'll give you one hint that uh big piano player, big piano player. And then he also Elton John. like, what? Elton John. Nope. We haven't talked about him. This is a, it's a, totally... Oh, 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 Billy Joel. Nope. 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 He's, that's a little too early or too late. Oh yeah. I guess you're right. I'm just thinking, I'm just like thinking piano yeah. players. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Chick Corea. No, <laughs> I love it, but no. All right, I'll give you. You'll get it off of this, but the album, the most famous one, came out in '76, and it's the title of it is called "Songs in the Key of Life." Oh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder has 25 with Mr. John Williams, which I think is hey, that's pretty cool. Now, how about this? This is a great. This is a great one at 24, so tied for eighth. There are two rappers that are tied, and it's very ironic that they're both tied with each other. Okay. Um, Kanye West and Drake. Close. You got Kanye right. Kanye West and... Used to be friends. Now they're not. Oh, I was going to say Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Nope. Oh, shit. Who else did Kanye... Uh, Kanye West and Push T. Nope. Nope. Uh, Kanye. Uh, Beyonce's husband. <laughs> oh, Kanye West and Jay Z. See, like everybody just, I just assume, it just everybody yep. hate. You know, everybody. Kanye burned every bridge. So, did. like, it just like, like saying that they like it's ironic that the, like, Kanye being the one that that makes it difficult because <laughs> it just could be it could be anybody who who's on Kanye's side. I know, I know that one's that one's funny though because they had an album together, and I always think that's funny. Oh uh, yeah, I always forget about that. Everybody, like, I Watch get the throne, man. The, Actually, you know, I know. I just the, didn't. I don't the, like Jay Z. 
Ah, that's a so hot. Take, I just don't, I don't like Jay Z. I don't like. That's a, I don't. I'm, don't I'm going to bleep it. that part out right there. That's that's. Swear. You know what I? You know what album that's, I did that, not mind? Swear words out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what the only album is by Jay Z that I honestly kind of got behind. Is what freaking debut? Reason, reasonable doubt. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I had, like because it's it's the closest to like I don't know, man. I just Hove never did it for me. It's just I one of those things where it's cool. like, is it your favorite? Cool. You're not problematic. Like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 fine. Like, no, definitely. Yeah, but like, I, it just doesn't, I don't get it. I, I don't you. understand Jay-Z. I got you. I got you. Um, all right. And then here's my last trivia question. Um, because we were talking about uh, groups. Uh, who has the most Grammys won by a group? The Beatles. No. The Rolling the Beatles, Stones. The, Be- here, let's just, the Beatles are tied for 13th with seven. They're Dang. tied with Coldplay. Damn. Uh, the Rolling Stones. No. Rolling Stones aren't, don't even make the top 15. Uh, you too. Oh, that one. Yes, that's right. But uh, I, that, how did we go from Beatles to <laughs> Rolling Stones to you too? Not I was just that, they, think, they, No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just trying to think of the largest global bands I could possibly conceive. Not only that, they beat the Foo Fighters by seven. So like they have 22 awards and they beat the Foo Fighters by seven. So that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then, and then number three is union station, uh, with really miss Allison Krauss. So that's crazy, man. That, that like, is pretty crazy. A band, that, a band that most people have never heard of. I ever. know. And you know, who's below <laughs> that, which makes it even better. Actually, the two groups that are four and five four, the chicks, AKA really? formerly known as the Dixie chicks. Yeah, and then number five, the Pat Metheny group. That's fucking cool. <laughs> I've never even heard of them. Oh, dude! Oh, look at the Pat Metheny group. They're a jazz band. They're Are they ja- jazzy? Awesome. They're sick. They're Hell sick. Yeah. Um, but now that we've gone from the old, uh, or I guess I shouldn't say the history of the Grammys, yes. let's go to the new Grammys right here. So. These are the the these are the categories and the nominees for each one. I think what a cool way we could do it is uh we say our uh what which one we think is going to win and which one we want to win because I think that's a big yeah that that's a big two difference. Like in my mind, I think I personally think that Beyonce's "Break My Soul" is going to win record of the year. What I want to win is Harry Styles as it was. But I also also like the Brandy Carlisle song with Lucius as well. That one's um, not going to win, though. I know it's not going to win, but I would like that to win as well. So, <laughs> so don't bring down my fucking melody, okay? <laughs> don't bring me down. Don't bring me down. What about you? All right, so record of the year. What do you think? I want Bad Habit by Steve Lacey to win. Yeah. That would be ideal. More than likely, what probably will win is "Break My Soul" by Beyonce. I, I, I think we're on the same on that. I, 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 the, yeah. I. Before we go any farther, there's a chance that Beyonce and Harry Styles just absolutely take over this Grammys. By the way, yeah, that's think, usually what happens, man. Like it's like, but, but recently. Recently, I'll give it. I, I that's what it used to be. Recently, they've done a good job of diversifying it a little bit. Like nobody's really been sweeping as it used to be. Yeah, 
but you're right. It, it, I think a lot of the times people, it can stack up pretty bad. Yeah. Um, album of the year. Album of the year. What I think is going to win, I, I think it's going to be, I think I think this is where Harry could beat him out, beat Beyonce out, because I think the album as a whole is bigger. But what I want to win is... Uh, what I'd like, what I'd want to win would definitely be Kendrick Lamar's "Mr. Morale" and the Big Steppers, or Bad Bunny's. I would love to see an, I would love to see an international uh, reggaeton like artist just take over the most prestigious award for music. I think, and having the album of the year, I think, would send a lot of ripple effect for artists and the ability for Latin artists to grow, for international artists to grow in the United States. Um, and just music in general, I think that would be such a win, in my opinion. Um, so that's what I would want, but I don't think it will. What about you? I disagree with you. I oh. think so. I want Kendrick Lamar to win as okay. well. I want. I think Mr. Yeah. Morale and the Big Steppers. Um, I want it to win, but I think that it will be Bad Bunny's. Really? Yeah, I think Umberano Santi could win it this year for the stuff that you're talking about, I think this could be the year where it happens because of all that. I think that there is, first of all, he's the largest independent artist like ever. He, there's nobody that's ever made, he made more money this year as an independent artist than any other artist in independent music history. Yeah. Which is really, really impressive. The reggaeton sound, not only is a pop sound in and of itself, but it bleeds into just about every other genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, around it um the there is a large latino population on pretty much every continent yeah and i think that i think that this year is the year where we see a uh reggaeton record win uh album of the year god i hope so. that would be sick that would be so sweet yeah. i think i think that would do a lot for a lot of people and that yeah. would be a lot of fun all right song of the year which if you, the difference between record of the year and song of the year is a little bit one has to do with the songwriting and the other one has to do with the whole song itself if that makes sense like the per, like the productions yeah. and That's, and yeah which is a reason why Taylor Swift's All Too Well is on there because like I mean the song itself is just crazy yeah. um what I think is going to win see this is I don't think Break My Soul is going to win I don't think As It Was is going to win I no. think it's going to be something different. I think this is where you could see like I what I think could win would be Taylor Swift's All Too Well. Um yeah. or like um Gail's ABCDEFU. Oh, um, please God. No. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's not but, well written. That's not a well written song. I don't know, it's, man. There's so, a lot of people there are a lot of people that would disagree with you on that. Doing your alphabet is not original. There's nothing <laughs> clever about making the alphabet a song. It's been done a hundred thousand million billion times. Michael Jackson and the Jackson five did it better. ASAP Rocky did it better. If this song wins best songwriting, best song of the year, I'm going to riot. (laughs) Riot. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. Um, If that's, if that's the criterion, if the criterion is, how well written the song is. Now, granted, I will admit, I am not a big songwriter guy. Like yeah, I, yeah. like I don't, I don't really listen to music for the, the, the 
actual words of it. I'm not here to comprehend the story. I'm here to feel the story. Yeah. So like maybe I'm the wrong authority on this, but I do not think that that song is well written whatsoever. Hey. I think it's just. Hey, that's, I think that's it's okay. just. That's I, I'm dar- I'm I'm totally okay with that. Um, yeah. But what I what I want to win is Adele's "Easy on Me." I think that's a beautifully written song. Um, I think that um, I think Taylor and Adele will have a, a nice little battle out for this song of the year. Um, but wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Gail stepped in there. Just saying. Um, what about you? If anybody's going to uh, sneaky win this award, it's going to be uh, Lizzo's "About Damn Time." Mm. I'm staring right at that, and you're probably right. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. That's probably Given like how big her year has been, yeah, and how often she's been in the news, and like, because like I think a lot of this has to do with that. Like, they obviously want this to drive. Like, these awards are intended to drive interaction just as much as anything else, right? Yeah. Conversation and stuff like that. Nobody's talking about Gail anymore. Yeah, that song is one of those weird ones that it feels like it's two years old, but it's actually not kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's weirdly far removed from this year's Grammys. Mm -hmm. So nobody gives a fuck about Gail anymore, Mm -hmm. but Lizzo has done some pretty cool shit this year, including, uh, she, she was at Coachella. She played Coachella and crushed it there. Yep. Uh, she also played, she also played one of the founding fathers crystal flutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's pretty insane. That, you know, like she's done some stuff this year. So like, I think she's a little bit more in the. I think she's a little bit more in the mainstream zeitgeist right now. So I could see her absolutely winning this because she really isn't present anywhere else. And it is very catchy and it's very well written. It's, you know, it, I don't even like Lizzo and that, and I know the words to that song. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's just, yeah, exactly. And I love that the, the intonation with her voice and stuff, I think it's really well done. I don't really get it, but like, you know, it makes people happy and that's all you really give a shit about. Um, so that's my, I, I think should win, frankly. Yeah. Um, what I want to win, and this is kind of, I want, uh, the heart part five by Kendrick Lamar to win. Yeah. But the thing about it, that song is, I think it's very like profound. Mm-hmm. I think everything that Kendrick released last year was profound in some way. That's kind of his whole thing anyway. Mm-hmm. But I, the, the reason why I don't think it will win mainly is because I think the visual art, the music video to the heart part five was the more profound statement mm-hmm. than uh, the actual lyrics themselves. Cause if you remember like from the music video, he used some deep fake technology to make himself look like yes. uh, different celebrities throughout time that have had influence mm-hmm. on pop culture. So while I think that that is like something that is Grammy worthy to like, kind of have that sort of like commentary on pop culture and, and our society and our, and our culture today. Um, I don't think you could really call it song of the year because it was, it was visual. It was unsaid. It wasn't written down. It wasn't a part of the song. So that's sort of like why I don't think it will win, but I would really like to see the hard part five win. I like uh, that. That's a great, that's a great, um, that's a great explanation of that for sure. Yeah. Um, and then finally best new artist. Um, this one, God, this one's going to be interesting. Um, I think is going to win is Omar Apollo. I think that, I think, I think he had, a very hot start. What was the record that he put out? It was called. It was. Uh, wasn't it Roman numerals? Wasn't it like Ivory? Uh, Ivory. That's the one. Um, and then I, I obviously Evergreen is just this in unbelievable track, and uh, yeah. Invincible with Daniel Caesar is just also yeah. a great track. And, I love Daniel Caesar. 
love so Daniel Caesar. And I, it, it just kind of fits the criteria of best new artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does. And, and just to, to switch over to who I would like to win. I mean, wet leg. I mean, for me, it's like wet leg has like such a sweet band. Like what a cool, yeah. those chicks are so rad. Um, and Super they definitely, rad. they definitely have like, they've sent a message out, uh, especially because this, that type of garage rock can totally just be men, right? Like uh, it gets yeah. dominated by men really easily. And it's because of voices and it's because of raspiness. It's because of harshness that I think drives men at the forefront of it. But wet leg basically just gave the middle finger to that. And we're like, Hey, we can do this too. You want some, like you yeah. want some edge, like we'll give you some edge. You want like yeah. you want easy lyrics. Here are easy lyrics, yeah, but yeah. here's here's this garage rock tone that really yeah. is in your face. So I would yeah. I would like to see Wet Leg win, but uh, I definitely think Omar Apollo is gonna. Yeah, there. Uh, Wet Leg is twenty first century heart. Yes, I like that. I like that. Yeah, they're the they're the the second coming of heart, but like in their own twenty first century, you know. In the new way, like, in the new way, they don't sound or look anything like heart, but they have that same kind of energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they do. They have a they they really do. They have a powerful. Uh, I forget her name, but she's a powerful singer, and I mean, they both are, and they really just drive attention to that. And I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, I agree. What about you? All right, Omar Apollo is going to win this one. He's the biggest artist on that list by by a country mile, and frankly. And now I, w- I won't say the most talented, but it's certainly he's certainly uh, on playing on a different level than most of these people are um, yeah. currently. But who I want to win this? Oh my I, god! I, I wonder. I, I, wonder who, I wonder who you would like to win this. I I want to see Domi and JD Beck win Best New Artist of the Year. I would absolutely love to see them win this Grammy. It would fill me up with so much joy. Like I cannot tell you how much I thoroughly enjoyed that record from top to bottom. Yeah. It was so good. Should have known. So, Should have known. Yeah. Didn't, even have, didn't yeah. even have to, didn't even have to say it for you. Yeah. But, uh, I, that's, that would be, that would, that would just be the, the coolest thing ever. Just, I mean, it, from the whole, the, 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 the other thing, like I can see them winning. They're on also, uh, they're, they're nominated to win best, uh, contemporary jazz album. Yes. Correct. I could I see them being, I could see them winning that before winning best new artists of the year. Um, mainly because the album is impressive in and of itself because of its features and with mm-hmm. album of the year features get, you know, that is a part of like the judging criteria. And for not only it to be a debut album, but for it to be up for that album of the year in in contemporary jazz with people like Thundercat, Mac DeMarco, Anderson Pack, Herbie Hancock, who's a legend, living life, you know, like right. So like there, the it it would be Busta Rhymes is on there as well. Snoop Dogg has a point has a part as well. Like, come on, yeah, that should win. Like of of everybody in that in that category, I can't imagine. I would be shocked if if Domi and JD Beck didn't win contemporary. That would be really cool. It definitely would send a statement, and especially for their careers, that would be a great. That would be a big deal. Oh, um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, there was some cool stuff that came out uh, that I want to talk about quickly. Uh, the Boz song that came out, uh, I think it's called Diamonds. Um, yeah, 
I, I just want to talk about it real quick because I had this thought and I, I, I don't know what you're going to think of it, but I think I'm going to catch you off guard with this. So when the song starts off, it's this guitar, it's this Latin uh, strings that are kind of coming out. And the first thing I thought of is uh, those old commercials with the, uh, the most interesting man in the world. Like that's exactly what I thought of. And I couldn't like, couldn't help myself, but like, cause I liked the track because I really thought Boz was stepping out of his own right there. And I thought like, cause there wasn't a whole lot of rapping in it. It was a lot of singing, which I thought was great, mm -hmm. but I was like, dude, I can't help but think about this guy in a mustache and a white beard and a suit <laughs> is about to pop up in my ears right now saying, you're now listening to Boz <laughs> or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what all I could think about with this. Um, but yeah, I want to know what your thoughts are on the record as well. Or the, the song that came out. It was cool. I want to listen to it a couple more times and kind of like yeah. stew in it a little bit more. Cause yeah. about a year ago, Boz was teasing a new album. Yeah. He, he said that he had it ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, he was just like, he was basically just choosing like track listing and stuff like yeah. that. And which made a lot of sense because a little bit before that he had released a song with little TJ and J Cole, uh, and he had released a, a, a single called, uh, the Jackie. And then it was later on, uh, an EP that he released, uh, called admire her. Yep. And that was also something. So he's been sort of like dropping singles and, and EPs. Um, I had assumed he would have had an album, uh, announcement by now. Um, but what's really kind of like throwing me off is that this song is is very like creatively different from yeah. the stuff that I just mentioned before. Like Definitely. it doesn't really it doesn't really groove or mesh in the same sort of like, you know, uh, creative way. Not to say that it's bad. It's just different. And so it makes me wonder, what is this album going to sound like when we what actually gonna do be? get it? What Which is, is it going to be? That's exciting to me. I like and that. one thing that I one thing that I've always really liked about Boz is that his albums have this like very uh cohesive nature to them. Mm. Um one there there isn't really a lot of he he's he'll explore himself stylistically. Like he he definitely mm -hmm. like spends time in different sounds and trying different things as we can see from the single that he just dropped. Mm. Um but as albums as a whole kind of what you start with is going to be what you get all the way through just in different, you know, tonal and, you know, intonations. Like it's just going to be different, just like sound wise, but the okay. concept is all the same. Like Milky way, for example, yep. Milky way is unbelievable from top to bottom. It's no skips. It's one of my personal favorite, no skips album. I think it's the most slept on album of 2018, which was a huge year for music. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, that's what's got me curious is like, I wonder what cohesive project we're going to actually get from him when he's kind of been all over the board for the last year or so. That's a good take for sure. Um, well, I mean, that, not a whole lot of music's really come out. I mean, overall, so I don't really want to dive too much into that. And I'd rather just end the episode on a good note because I think we, I'd rather not spend any time on that. Um, so we're going to do what we always hang do. on. Okay. Before we hang go. on, okay. I got some stuff. Got some stuff. Did you did you see Doja Cat? Mm -mm. No, I you didn't see her. No, I you didn't see it. Her. Okay, Doja no. Cat wore a bodysuit of Swarovski crystals to a Jesus. fashion show. Oh my gosh! And she looks like a fucking alien, dude. <laughs> That's pretty wild. And and the internet is absolutely roasting her. Like there have been some pretty funny, like the BBC radio, BBC One radio put out a bunch of memes 
and they like oh, turned her into like they turned her into like Dorothy's shoes. Oh you know, man! They t- like they turned her into like a zit Jeez. on someone's face. No, I haven't seen <laughs> that like, at all. They, like, they like, turned her into like a they like, turned her into, like a like a strawberry on top of a piece of cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word i gotta look she's because she's, huh. she's covered in swarovski crystals but she is also completely red as well so it's Wait, like red is swarovski is crystals. it on instagram or where is it at oh it's everywhere i can't believe you missed it i can't believe like, i missed this too did she yeah, post it because i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a picture up of it right now everybody posted it dude all right let me see everybody and honestly honestly i think oh, she i looks- see it right here oh yeah. my word hold on uh let me get this uh let me share my screen here. Holy <laughs> gosh. Oh, my. oh, yeah. Oh, my. I Lord. told you, bro. Oh, my. Honest to God, though, like I know everybody's making fun of her and it's it is definitely some, some it's like, out there folk over the top bullshit. But I got to be honest. She kind of looks rad as fuck. She does me. look rad. I think this that's is rad. that's like. That's murder right there, bro. Like that's like holy. She, that's and you know what's like freaking Kylie Jenner or whichever one of the Jenner. She just wore a lion head. She looks like a fucking fool. Oh, but like that shit is like she sat in like a chair for like four hours to do that, and like, I think she looked cool as fuck. That's person. pretty rad. That's pretty rad. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. What uh, else? Some get? other stuff. Yeah. What All else? Right. Also, I'd like to wish a happy birthday. To DJ Johnson, the drummer for Krungbin. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Happy buddy. birthday, DJ. Yeah, we're, we love you, and we love your band and the music that you make. We stand it. You know, we stand. Big stands over here, so. Big stands. Happy birthday, you human metronome. That's right. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, dude. It's unbelievable, honestly. Uh, I know. And then uh, the final thing that I'd like to talk about uh, is Thomas, or Thomas, I'm about to, Thomas, Thomas Bangalter. Uh, released uh, is going to be releasing his first album since Daft Punk broke up. Uh, it's going to be released on April 7th. It's not going to be anything electronic based. It's actually, um, it's going to be an orchestral piece uh, called mythologies. And it's being written and scored uh, for a ballet of the same name. Wow. So, That's exciting. Yeah. Pretty cool. Just like, just that's just cool you know it just it, shows how it's just how diverse they yeah <laughs> got so sick yeah so that's that's what he's been working on lately um i maybe i might listen to it just to hear toma bangalter in a different light um yeah but we likely will never hear the electronic sounds of gi and toma again and that's okay i guess that's i'm a- still Hey, 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 it's a good day. Come on, don't bring yourself down like that. <laughs> the sun's still shining out, okay? It's only four o'clock. We're going to be okay, okay? Come on now, we're going to have a yeah, day. But, in an hour. So let's. So we'll end on a positive note, DJ. We're not bringing us down uh-huh. here. We're having a good episode. Uh, we're going to end up with our crunchy artist of the episode. I will start us off here. Um, this band, uh, is going to be in serious contention, uh, for our, uh, crunchy artists of, or shit's got potential playlist. Um, and it is these guys, they're called Walden W A L D E N. They are, um, where are they from? I actually don't know that. Um, and it doesn't say on here, but they, for some reason I, I stumbled upon these guys. Uh, a Walden is from Atlanta based in Denver. Um, 
these guys uh came up on a spotify random or whatever shuffle and this song daydreams is their most popular song or second most popular i guess to green lights and uh it's really really well done it came off of if you like the killers at all then you will like this band um and they're still pretty new because they only have sixty five thousand monthly listeners and honestly i bet it's way lower than that because of the fact that both of these two songs are very inflated so um i bet it's less than that so if you haven't checked out these guys check out walden for sure w-a-l-d-e-n nice what is that's yours? a good one jev j-e-v dot all right so my crunchy artist of the episode is is this fella right here his name's jev he just came out with a new album it's called the color gray and i gave it a listen and it's really it's it's first of all it's really good i liked it a lot i thought it was really amazing um there is not a lot of cohesion to the project as a whole it sounds like a collection of singles to me but every single single slaps very very good very strong on a song to song basis as a whole project doesn't it stand on its own as an album sounds more like a compilation Hmm. but it's amazing and he's been getting a lot of buzz online right now a lot of our fellow music curators and uh content creators have been talking about this guy uh over the past couple weeks or so um, so if you want to kind of hear what's going on in the, in the hip hop world these days, tap in with Jeff, uh, the dude's doing some pretty interesting stuff. I'm excited to hear where he goes in the future. Hell yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, yeah. Well, DJ, check out, check out his song. Uh, my personal favorite is actually the number one on the, on oh, the page as well. Where's the confetti? Yeah. Where's the confetti? Check out. Where's the confetti? I think it's one of the standouts on the album for sure. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we did okay. I think this is a good episode. I think we did all right with each other. Um, we're trying out a new software or a new system for our recording and everything, and we're really hoping it works out. I think visually, I think it works out pretty well. Um, I, I spent a lot of time trying to make sure that this works out to make sure that this <laughs> ran smoothly today for us, um, and I think we did a pretty good job with it. So I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I'm really excited to see how this turns out. Um, as always. Uh, Make sure you tell us what we did right. Hopefully we didn't do a whole lot wrong with you guys. Um, and as always, uh, fix your posture. We're, we've been drinking water all this episode. I've been looking at both of us and we've been drinking water. So I can't say that we're not doing that. But if you at home are not drinking water, please drink water. Please fix your posture for God's sake. Come on, stretch the back out. And for the love of God, wash your ass. Wash it. I'm, drink- I'm drinking sugar-free green tea. I've been bamboozled. I've been lied to. <laughs> I've been lied to. I've been, I've been lied to this whole time. I can't it's believe the red this. Cup you off. Oh my gosh! Well, it's DJ, fire, though. I'm sure it is, brother. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, we'll see you soon. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.